0: News update happening now here on KCIM with News Director Nathan Cohns. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. Former President Donald Trump was the clear favorite for Carroll County Republicans in last night's caucuses with 53.3% of participants backing him as the GOP nominee for the 2024 presidential race. According to the Republican Party of Iowa, 666 people joined in the process at sites in Carroll, Glidden, and Manning. Trump tallied 355 votes across the three sites. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis landed in second place with 136 votes, or 20.4%. Former South Carolina governor and U.N. ambassador Nikki Haley followed close behind in third with 129 votes or 19.4%. Ohio businessman Vivek Ramaswamy was the only other candidate to break double digits, coming in fourth with 37 votes or 5.6%. The remaining handful of votes went to Texas businessman and pastor Ryan Binkley, with five votes uh, and then three for Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, and then one ballot cast for other. Carroll County's results mirrored the statewide figures, with all counties tallies now in. Results showed Trump collecting 51%, DeSantis at 21.2%, Haley at 19.1%, 1% 1% and Ramaswamy at 7.7%. Trump claims 98 out of 99 counties. Haley claimed her only win in Johnson County by a single vote. Focus now shifts to New Hampshire and its next in line primary on Tuesday, January 23rd. Carroll County's four public libraries are seeking a 5% increase in funding from the Board of Supervisors for fiscal year 2025. The Carroll County Library Association, which represents the Carroll, Coon Rapids, Glidden, and Manning public libraries, presented their ask during the board's meeting yesterday. Carroll Library Director Wendy Johnson says the association has not asked for an increase in funding since fiscal year 20, and the cost of materials and services has increased significantly from five years ago.
1: Our current funding level has been the same since fiscal year 2020, and there have been substantial prices increases in every aspect of our budget since that time. With the increased costs for all the programming and general supplies, it is becoming harder to offer the same level of staffing, services, and resources to our communities.
0: Library attendance in FY23 was up 14% from the prior year year to 72,576 people, while circulation was down 3% to 148,897 for the same time frame. Johnson says that the drop in circulation does not adequately reflect the impact each library has on their community.
1: Libraries are about so much more than how many books are checked out and how many people walk through the door. Those statistics are very easy to compile and compare from year to year, which is why we present them. But they do not show the whole picture of what libraries are or what libraries do. For that, you would need to visit the library, participate in a story time with some new parents learning how to read to their kiddos, put a few pieces in the puzzle with our regular patrons, use a public computer to print off a return slip for Amazon, book a study room for a college class or a business meeting, take an ISU extension class, drop in for a no school day activity, join one of the many groups that choose to make the library their safe space, and the list could go on and on.
0: Johnson explains some of the other additional services they offer at Carroll's Library, beyond loaning out books.
1: We do offer services like, we have one from the state called Views or HelpNow, Now that has help with applying for veteran services, help for applying for jobs, for the FAFSA, for all sorts of things like that.
0: The 5% increase equals an additional $4,414, bringing the library's total FY25 ask to just under $88,300. Supervisors did not take formal action on the request during Monday's meeting and will decide how much to direct to the libraries as they make their way through the budgeting process. And with wind chill warnings in effect until potentially noon tomorrow, Iowa Homeland Security and Emergency Management advises Iowans to remain safe if they're going to be heading outside. With many Iowans antsy to get out of their houses after the weekend blizzard, it is advised for everyone to limit their time outdoors and to dress appropriately to face the extremely cold temperatures. Frostbite can set in with the current wind chills and less than 30 minutes of exposure, and that time only decreases as temperatures drop and the wind picks up. The most susceptible parts of the body include fingers, toes, earlobes, and the tip of the nose. By covering these parts with a hat, scarf, gloves, and water-resistant boots, it protects them from frostbite. Signs of frostbite include redness or pain, white or grayish yellowed colored skin, skin that feels firm or waxy or potentially numbness. You can seek medical attention right away if frostbite has occurred and be sure to warm the body slowly when uh, getting back indoors. Hypothermia occurs when the body's temps block, uh, drop below 95 degrees Fahrenheit and that can take effect in... 30 minutes or less. Hypothermia causes shivering, fumbling hands, confusion, memory loss, exhaustion, and drowsiness. Ensure a person who is suffering from frostbite or hypothermia is in dry and warm clothing. Uh, wrap a warm blanket or towel around their head and neck and then feed them like warm food such as broth as that can help out but avoid hot beverages like coffee and of course don't use alcohol. For more tips on how to protect from extreme weather or temperatures you can visit weather.gov safety. That is going to be wrapping up your news. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. I appreciate that, Nathan. And once again, next hour, uh, Chamber going to be in here to talk about all the stuff that's going to be coming up because uh, it's going to be busy in the month of February for those guys. And not just February, in the months ahead. uh, They really pick things up in the spring. Of course, they're always up to stuff. uh, But you got the banquet coming up in Two and a half weeks, three weeks, give or mm-hmm. take, uh, and that's really the go time. That's kind of the unofficial kickoff for the chamber year, at least the way I look at it. Uh, I don't know if they view it the same way, but uh, it's kind of the changing of the guard, new board, new chamber president, uh, kind of new faces kind of get involved in that process. So really... Going to look to carry off the momentum they saw in 2023 and continue that in 2024. So it'll be fun to catch up uh, with the folks from the Chamber here in about 45 minutes or so. Yeah, I like the way you say that, go time. All right, we're going to get everybody whipped into shape. The Chamber's going to be cracking the whip. We're going to be doing this stuff. Hey, if it works, it works. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Get it going there. Let's get a look at our forecast. We'll do that here coming up in just a couple more minutes here on KCIM.